challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. Great to have you with me on the Great Man Podcast. I want to get right to it. I want to talk about a tough thing and something that I've never spoken about before, and that is testosterone. Some of you have asked me to speak about it. What I tend to want to do in this podcast is talk about things I know firsthand, either from my academic work or from my own experience or things I've had to battle through myself or that friends have talked to me about. And I'm not an expert in medical issues, but so many of you have brought this up. And I recently had a situation that I'll describe in a moment that brought this forefront in my life that I turned to some of the medical doctors that I consult with in my work with men, and I got some answers and got pointed to some solutions. And so I'm going to share that with you right now. Uh, Recently, I had a medical situation, not that severe, but part of the solution was that they basically turn off my testosterone. Uh, I don't need to go into the details about it. It doesn't embarrass me, but it's just not essential for this discussion. And so I felt the effects of having my testosterone turned off. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm telling you that was no fun. Now, you know, you don't lose your hair and grow breasts and, you know, your voice doesn't rise in pitch or something like that. You lose energy, you lose drive, you lose, you don't make muscle as readily. I couldn't work out as well. I lost every kind of drive, most manly desires, except to sit on the couch and, you know, I don't have any problem with alcohol, but it at least crossed my mind definitely to eat too much. It was amazing. The drive, the, the passion, the the zip, the zeal, the energy that it took out of my body and out of my soul in a sense. I know it was just biological, but it seemed to have an emotional effect. So uh, I decided to dive in a little bit. I decided to find out for, again from my medical advisors, you know, what's going on here with this testosterone stuff. And so the fact is that men of our generation are actually uh, having lower levels of testosterone uh, than men have had for years. In fact, testosterone levels are dropping with each year. And of course, therefore, our generation, the current generation of men have lower testosterone levels uh, than before. One of the articles that really summarizes this well is an October 3, 2017 article in Forbes, a magazine I read for business purposes. And the article is really well titled. It's, you're not the man your father was. (laughs) You're not the man your father was. And of course, it's about testosterone. Uh, The most recent study of size about this apparently. Obviously, everything I'm sharing today is secondhand. I'm not, I don't have an MD or any medical background at all. Um, But a 2000 study um, that was reported in the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism, and it revealed a substantial drop, their word, not mine, a substantial drop in U.S. men's testosterone levels since the 1980s, with the average levels declining about 1% a year. Now, you've got Google. You can go look this up. There have been other studies, but um, this is the trend. Men of our generation have lower levels of testosterone, and it's apparently for a variety of reasons. Now, I'm about to give some recommendations that my medical advisors gave me. None of this originates with me. You need to check with your doctor. Nobody's giving you medical advice. We're reporting research 
and solutions and stuff the experts are saying uh, in the same way as if you'd gone on Google to do some research. But I want to urge you to consider this. I want you to I want to urge you to pay attention to it. And especially for you guys who are getting older, I've got men of every age who are listening to this podcast and some of you get older. And as we get older, even if our generation wasn't lower in testosterone than earlier recent generations, the fact is that as you get older, your body produces less testosterone. I've known 80 year old men who are getting testosterone supplements, and it really makes a difference in their lives. So I'm not going to get into that side of things. Uh, men at every of every age, adult age, um, and certainly older men of our time uh, need to be checking with their doctors and finding out if they need supplements. We don't want to go crazy with it, but we do just want to check in with your doctors. So that's the main advice I'm giving you today. Pay attention to the issue of testosterone and talk to your doctor. Find out what you need. There are tests that can be done to see if you have uh, low T, as they call it in shorthand, and I want you to check it out. But what's interesting? It was very interesting to me to get of a list, get a list of about ten uh, possible solutions, things that might be part of the issue. And this does not mean that is for you. It just means that this is the stuff the doctors are paying attention to. One of them, right off the bat, captured my attention because it was porn use. Now, when men get artificially aroused with porn and there is not a real live woman with whom they are interacting um, and there's not a relational factor and maybe it just leads to masturbation or it doesn't lead anywhere. It's just arousal and then stop and then arousal and then stop and then arousal and then stop. This apparently affects T levels, testosterone levels, and we can understand it. I've already told you that uh, men are we're finding tremendous problems um, I remember the term I shared with you sometime before PIED, P-I-E-D, porn-induced erectile dysfunction, that men were uh, men with porn addictions and, and porn attractions and porn usage would engage in, in porn use for years. Then they'd get married, and the night of their wedding, they couldn't perform because she wasn't the kind of person. Uh, he'd basically worn himself out in porn. Um, he was aroused by certain extreme things that aren't part of a normal relationship with a loving wife. And so all of this is something to be concerned about with porn. I'm not even bringing up the moral issues right now. I'm bringing up the physiological issues. And apparently one of them is that it can produce low T. Another reason to get off the porn. Um, there apparently is a connection between low T and lack of sunlight. Uh, not too surprising. We know there's a biological result in our bodies from living in caves and not being in sunlight, vitamin D being one of the main factors. But uh, do a little research. Check this out. Ask, ask your doctor. The people I talked to said, yeah, there's been some research. There's some uh, evidence that men not being in the sun, men living in the cave, men being in front of the television in their living rooms, men not getting out in the sun and running and working out and swimming and, and having a life in the sun to some degree apparently can contribute to low T. Look it up. Ask your doctor. Now, the next one's very controversial. Um, and since I come from a family of people with high blood pressure and heart problems, I have a long history in my family line. The males in my Mansfield family um, have heart problems, strokes, high blood pressure, astronomically high blood pressure. So I question this one. But, you know, the solutions aren't the same for every person. Um, but apparently red meat consumption has something to do with testosterone. 
I do not understand it myself. Doctors said there have been um, that some recommend, some doctors recommend, some people addressing low T problems recommend the eating of more. Now, see, there's where you get into a relative situation. More red meat. Well, if I'm already having steaks six night a week, six nights a week, then maybe I don't need more. Maybe you're not having any meat, red meat. You need some. So just consider it as one of the options. Everyone agreed that what increases uh, testosterone levels is lifting heavy weights. And there's a pretty big controversy here um, about men doing cardio workouts only, you know, where you get breathless, uh, you know, exercise, bike, running, swimming, what have you, swimming laps. Um, Apparently, high cardio levels can cause lower T. And that's what most men do because they want to lose weight and high cardio burns calories, uh, at least in theory. But increasingly, people are saying that men lifting heavy weights, um, not only are they saying it's better for weight loss because you burn more calories at a, at a resting level, uh, but more than that, it increases testosterone levels. That's what we're talking about now. There's also a connection between water consumption and low testosterone. In, I'm sorry, I didn't say that word right, testosterone, in some people's minds. Um, so I know of a number of guys, manly men, weightlifters, constantly coaching men. They require a gallon of water a day. Some of them require more. Uh, some of them are way up there in what they were asked for in terms of water. You got to be careful with this. People have damaged their health by doing too much, um, too much water. Uh, and younger kids who do too much water, thinking it's going to muscle them up, um, have actually been known to damage their health permanently. And in one case in England, a young girl drowned in her own tissues by consuming too much water. So you want to be careful about that. But increasing water. Uh, decreasing all the other dehydrating drinks that we drank, soft drinks and what have you. Definitely something that people are talking about. You want to think about zinc and magnesium. A lot of the medical community talking about zinc and magnesium when it comes to testosterone levels. Again, I'm not making any recommendations. I'm not looking at you. I wouldn't dare make a recommendation specifically, but research it. Think about it. Uh, a lot of guys are taking supplements and uh, you want to talk to your doctor about it. You want to find, you want to go to somebody who maybe specializes uh, in testosterone issues. There are clinics, etc. You want to ask these questions. Universally, uh, we are told that sleep is a huge factor. The amount of time men are getting sleep, and by the way, not just dozing, but getting REM sleep, rapid eye movement sleep, real deep sleep, uh, is dropping. It's because people have their devices in bed. It's because they turn their bedrooms into movie theaters. It's because they're too stressed, moving too much. They're eating the wrong stuff. They're taking caffeine late in the day, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They're nervous. They're upset. But sleep... And of course, they're going to want you to get seven to nine hours of sleep a night. Sleep is a huge issue, apparently, when it comes to testosterone. You know, so far, it just sounds like men being men is what is what leads to higher testosterone. But you want to pay attention to it. There's two other things that I find very interesting. One is there seems to be some scientific evidence. Look it up on Google. There seems to be some scientific evidence that men consuming plastic particles from all the plastic 
plastic that we eat from and drink from uh, does have a negative effect on testosterone levels. I find this fascinating because, you know, if I if I don't make a decision to move away from it, I'm eating and drinking from plastic all the time. I drink uh, things. I travel a lot. I buy things out of the little shops and airports. I mean, I have nice meals too with actual glasses and silverware, but I'm saying I spend a lot of my life uh, you know, I mean, if I drink a muscle milk when I'm on the run, pick it up at an airport shop, you know, I'm drinking from plastic. Well, apparently the theory is that little bits of plastic get into our bodies and those pa- little bits of plastic reduce testosterone. So do your own research, ask your own questions, uh, but find out this is something that's been around for a while. A lot of people are talking about it. And of course, you always have people who don't agree. You don't have, if you have people who aren't going to agree with every single thing I've just listed. And that's why I'm recommending to you that you have your doctors, those who are actually putting a stethoscope on you, actually doing blood tests on you, give you some answers. Don't just take it from me. I'm just listing the things that might be of issue. And one thing that really uh, has been discussed a great deal, including my friends at The Art of Manliness, whom I like very much, Brett McKay over there, uh, cold showers, apparently cold showers, uh, especially if you'll, if you'll hit, that, hit that icy water in your chest area where a lot of your sensors for this kind of thing are. Um, Brett McKay has a program where he actually tries to get guys to take a cold shower of a certain length every day, build up to it and do it every day. I also do that. Part of it is I just want to not come out of a hot shower and be sweaty in the summer. Um, but yeah, I drop the, the, the water in my shower and I take a uh, do about five minutes of just sheer cold shower at the end. It's good. It's refreshing. Apparently, it's good for muscle tone and skin, and it might be good for testosterone levels. So these are all things. I'll list them one more time. Porn, lack of sunlight, need for more red meat, heavy weightlifting is really a solution, drinking more water, zinc and magnesium. They're actual, uh, there are tablets that you can buy in the stores that uh, combine those two for that reason, apparently. More sleep less cardio, uh, getting plastics out of your body system, and cold showers. Now, there's going to be more. There's going to be more research. But we have uh, a scourge happening in our generation, and that is that men are dropping testosterone levels. It's not just because of skinny jeans. It's not just because of too much television. It's because of a whole lot of non-manly living, apparently. But I'd like to help guys reverse that. I'd like to help. I'd like for men to know um, how they can do it differently. So you've got to talk to your doctor. Your doctor, your your body's different from mine. It's different from the SEALs that I know, meaning the, the Special Forces guys. It's different from these bodybuilding weightlifter guys that I know. It's di- Everybody's body is different. So you should never just read an article and then launch out in a whole new medical regime. You should talk to doctors, talk to the low T clinic in your area, get some answers. But take this seriously. It's a plague on our generation. And I got to tell you, before I pass from this life, I don't want to hear anymore, you're not the man your father was. I don't want us to hear that as a generation. I want us to turn this thing around, not only because we're men of character and passion and we walk with a band of brothers and we're living out uh, the noble values of, of, of great manhood, but I also want us to learn some of the things we need to know about our bodies and the habits of great men, because this is one of the great passions that great men ought to be living out, how to take care of their bodies, how to be exemplary, how to be healthy, how to build manliness even in their physical system, and of course then how to turn all of that uh, into living out 
a noble value system. This is one of the arts of great manhood. To join the Great Man Movement or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's three essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, Building Your Band of Brothers, and Men on Fire, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.